Hi everyone, welcome to Movement and Me, an initiative that is designed for budding artists across the world who wish to pursue their career in art. I'm your host Niharika, and on this show you will hear artists talk about their lives and the choices they had to make in pursuit of arts. We will also get to use some tips and key learnings from the lives of these artists along with a detailed discussion on their areas of interest. So quickly hop on to a journey into the world of arts along with us. second bit that caught my attention is something that people have concerns about but but you know with the pandemic on people have definitely grown closer to uh, but it's still something which is um, sort of a dilemma or in question uh, and this is a conversation on fitness when we talk about dancers and dancing people somehow assume that the act of dance itself is uh, one way of you know working out uh, but people don't necessarily talk about the requirement to engage in workout and strength training and other fitness regimes to be able to dance as well. I think we just assume that dancing is a form of fitness, but we don't talk about the other way around. So I know you are an avid fitness uh, freak. You like to engage and take care of your body. You have your own set schedules. You do yoga one day, you have strength training and you do other fitness routines for yourself. And you also believe in maintaining healthy dietary habits, uh, something that's very essential if you are someone who's looking carefully at how their fitness uh, regime is and what they wish to achieve and how they wish to take care of their bodies. So as someone who's engaging with all of this, would you like to tell us a little bit about why as a dancer, is it essential and necessary for you to have a fitness routine of your own? and whether dance in itself will ever be enough to help you be, you know, be good at it or get to the point where you feel very confident and very comfortable in performing the way that you feel and experience. Right, that's a, uh, that's a very, very important point, Neharika. So uh, I, I'll just start with it that dance is demanding. <laughs> And, you know, it demands a lot from the body. And each dance style, uh, you know, whether it's classical, whether it's folk, whether it's, whether it's contemporary jazz, uh, you know, every dance style has, has a grammar and a, and a technique, right? There is a way, there is a structure to it, right? Where, where in which you use. And obviously, when you are dancing, you are using the angic, the, the entire body. It's not just one hand or, or only one leg is being used. You're using the entire body. So, uh, you know, in my uh, personal uh, uh, space also, what I do is that, um, you know, so dance needs five things, which I have sort of listed down. And this I did, I, I had this time to do it during the lockdown where I, you know, sort of restructured my uh, fitness thing. I was not. Uh, in, I was not very informed, aware, and careful before than now at this point of time. So uh, when I sort of started, uh, when I now in the lockdown, when I started doing Bharatanatyam, I realized that there are 
certain weak uh, adavus, right? Uh, so this is just, I'm just giving an example from the personal uh, experience. Now there are certain adavus which just do not come very easily to me, right? And why do they don't come very easily? Because they require certain type of muscle in my hip or in my thigh that sort of uh, restricts me in doing that movement easily, right? So when I sort of uh, uh, sat down with it and I realized I also attended, uh, uh, there was a very wonderful session which was done by Bharata, Bharat Anatomy. So it's, it's, it's about Bharatanatyam plus body anatomy. And uh, she sort of, uh, uh, sort of I, I attended her session and I learned that, you know, dance has, it requires agility. It requires mobility. It requires endurance. It requires strength. It requires stamina. And, uh, and, it, and it requires flexibility. So six pointers, which dance actually requires. And this is across all forms. So, and you know, uh, uh, during the lockdown, when I started writing these points, I started to realize, okay, this is not there. This is not there. This is not there. Flexible, yes, I am flexible. Core strength, not there. You know, so I, I sort of uh, rated myself on all these six parameters, which, uh, you know, as a dancer, one, uh, needs to have because otherwise you know once these six pointers are not uh, uh, carefully taken uh, into your regime the dance starts becoming a little uh, the dance starts taking a toll on you you know so there are like two types of sweat so after dance happy sweats and then after dance you're like i'm 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 so tired and i don't feel good about it right but as opposed to it feels so great after dancing for 2.2 hours and I feel really refreshed and recharged and you know, and in these matters, uh, one needs to listen to the body also, right? Uh, when the body is tired, like good tired, bad tired, what is it like? So I sort of divide my uh, uh, fitness routine into three parts. So my, um, it starts with basic warm up, which is to just awake the body uh and uh, and telling the body that okay now you have to work <laughs> so <laughs> uh, please be awake the second section of my uh fitness routine is um the main activity so that in that main activity i have i focus on uh, a particular part of my body so right the, the day i do um uh, for example sometimes i will do my legs okay and then i will do my upper part of the body or sometimes I'll work on my uh, flexibility, or I will work on my strength and stamina, or I will work on my agility. So I choose exercises based on these six pointers and based on the parts of the body. So if I want to work on strength, I will uh, more, uh, focus more on the upper part of the body one day and the other day, I will focus on the lower part of the body, strengthening the lower part. Because when in dance, the strengthening part is, is the core is definitely has to be strong enough to hold the position, whichever position that is. And, uh, you know, so I sort of do a permutation combination of uh, these six pointers and my own uh, parts of the body. And then I usually, uh, when I feel that too much of strengthening is happening or too much, I, I'm getting a little bored with the routine. I go in for yoga. So I have a personal trainer as well, 
who uh, so he he and I we both work uh, uh, thrice a week, and uh, and you know he sort of um, uh, focuses on uh, certain areas which I don't focus on my other days. So in 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 a uh, in a week of seven days, uh, one day I take rest. The other six days I'm uh, I'm planning my routine in such a way that it doesn't get boring for me. Because uh, as a person, for me, a, a routine really gets boring, and also my body gets very easily used to the exercises which I do. Uh, so uh, at at there will be a point of time when after you know uh, after three four days, my body will say, okay, there's no pain. I'm easy able to do it. Then you know we need to change that routine and push ourselves forward as to uh, you know to achieve more. So uh, that's how I work. The third section of my fitness is cooling down, because as much as warming up is important, cooling down is also very important. And this cooling down, I've realized uh, in the past, like two years, not before that. I never used to cool down, and uh, you know, the not cooling down down sort of uh, uh, took me to a point where I had a um, knee injury. Uh, it was a tendon injury and you know it, it sort of the injury was because my muscles got so exhausted that they couldn't take the weight of whatever dancing i was doing uh, right so it just so the muscles got exhausted they got tired so they start telling the knee to you know sort of push 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 and then the knee got uh, knee started paining so you know then i realized that uh, it's very important to uh, cool down as well and in the cooling down, I usually have a set of asanas which I do, and uh, I I take time uh, in cooling down. So my cooling down is good fifteen to twenty minutes. Uh, so there is a there is a warming up which sets my heartbeat racing up. Then there is a main activity. Then after the main activity, there is one filler which I do to get my heartbeat back. So maybe I'll walk around the house. Or because you know when your heartbeat is racing after the main activity and immediately you lie down, it does not uh, uh, the body does not understand that you know abhi to ye dance kar rahi thi, ab suddenly ye rukne ko bol rahi hai, you know these these contrasts. So body ko thoda time lagta hai. So you know uh, main activity ke baad when you start roaming around the house, you get your breath back, then you know put a light a nice piece of music and then uh, I lie down and I do my asanas. and i take good 15 minutes plus also uh it's only uh, a year back or so that i have also invested in fitness equipments uh you know and i because uh, they are very important as, as i feel like if you're a dancer and uh, especially in these times when you can't go to the gym and you don't have access to equipments having uh equipments at home and when i say equipments i don't mean treadmill and i don't mean treadmill or cross trainer machines i just mean one resistance band which is uh, and with that one resistance band you can do like some 250 300 exercises and you know aajkal uh, nowadays youtube has have so many tutorials on that that uh, you know they work on they work good on flexibility they work good on agility they work good on strength they work good on stamina and uh, you know that so uh, i invested in uh, the fitness uh, equipments good yoga mat a good resistance band skipping rope uh, so you know i invested a lot in that so uh, it's only now that i have started 
being more aware about the body and why it is required to sort of work out every day so that your body uh, does not uh, you know feel sluggish during the day and also once it becomes a habit you really feel if if it becomes a habit and one day you have not done it you will feel so guilty there is no point in uh, you know uh, going back to that so so also my my favorite quote which i really follow is if i um i uh, if i rest i rust which is basically a quote by uh, swami chinmayanand ji and uh, and i really follow this because that this is what happens if i rest for one day and if i don't do when i'm feeling a little lazy uh and you know but that that laziness sort of comes ki chalo do din baat kar lenge teen din baat so that that thing sort of takes me uh into a space where that i don't want to be so i don't want to be guilty so i make sure that i do yeah so i i make sure that i do some form of exercise and some form of routine and uh, you know when it comes to obviously when it comes to dancing you have to be you have to feel good when you are dancing right so diet is again which is uh, very important i um, usually don't have any restrictions on my diet but i do add a lot of uh, vegetables and fruits in my diet uh, there is no uh, this thing uh, uh there's no i i don't put that i can't have a pizza i can't have burger i can't have fried food i have everything but it has to be uh, uh based on a certain uh, like limit right so uh, consecutively i cannot have burger pizza fries and uh, you know all the fried stuff so i have my days where i take an off and i chill i have pizza i have burger aisa nahi hai ki dancers nahi khate sare dancers khate hain so you know that's there um but then you know you need to balance it out and balance it out smartly so over the week if you have good amount of uh, healthy stuff and you know add lot of vegetables fruits and i i really recommend adding um uh dry dry fruits and uh, seeds in the diet because that really helps in uh in the metabolism like you feel really charged up and you feel really uh uh active throughout the day you don't feel sluggish because there are days when you you know we start feeling little lazy and uh, especially in winters now uh, so you know all these um, uh will really help in uh maintaining a a good metabolism rate and and making you active throughout the day so yeah that's that's pretty much my <laughs> fitness uh, routine and diet routine uh, thank you so much there's some very interesting points that you've made there like uh, talking about the six elements uh, or things that are required for dancers to look at um and also a little bit of information on diet as well thank you so much for all of that um so uh, i'm going to have to quickly move on so we are kind of running short of time as well but i really want to address this one question which is very important uh which i think uh would be interesting for other people to know more about as well so you started kalathwani very recently and you know you have this idea and this uh, passion that you want to continue dancing and music um you know teaching dancing and music at kalathwani and you want it to be available and accessible to people just like you had access to dance and music at such a young age um so could you tell us a little bit about what kalathwani offers what kind of um courses are uh, you know sorry classes are there 
and what is it that you wish to actually produce at the end of uh, you know as a vision and an aim for kaladhwani right so uh, kaladhwani is really my baby and uh, uh, i i started kaladhwani with uh, with just so that i could continue my passion for teaching i uh, i have start i have started realizing that i love teaching as well and uh, so i started kaladhwani and uh, this the, so in kaladhwani so basically i am a bharatanatyam dancer and a hindustani musician so right now we uh, so i i teach in kaladhwani these two forms which is bharatanatyam and uh, hindustani music so kaladhwani's aim uh, why i started this uh, also is because i wanted people to uh, uh, you know in earlier uh, and this is what i felt in earlier times um when i wanted to learn a particular dance form there were not many options right because i belong to a non arts uh, family my parents also were not aware ki kitne art forms hote hain how many types of classical dance forms are there okay are there two types of uh, music traditions in india we didn't know and also i would have started learning carnatic music but then because i didn't know where to find the teacher and my parents didn't know whom to contact and uh, you know just didn't know where to go so we uh, then we started hindustani music right because when it comes to bharatanatyam obviously carnatic music is the uh, is is the closest right so so yeah so i wanted to sort of bring kaladhwani and make it like a a, a one point where parents can engage with me talk to me and make themselves aware about what the arts has to offer so right now because i am the only one in kaladhwani uh, and i am teaching bharatanatyam and hindustani music i the vision of kaladhwani is actually to promote all the classical as well as the folk dance forms later uh, uh, in the so the if have, if i say the five year vision it's actually to sort of uh, have a a group of students uh, informed aware trained in any of these dance forms whether it's folk whether it's classical whether it's music whether it's percussion whether it's western music whether it's hindustani carnatic uh, you know whether it's in visual arts so i i want to sort of make it like a, a one place where you know parents can come any time walk in any time and ask the questions which they they you know they they don't find people to have that conversation with and you know make themselves more aware and that's what kaladhwani is all about the also kaladhwani is also uh, focusing on sort of uh, so as a as a stikmike uh, uh, person like uh, i used to travel with my guruji uh, as part of stikmike to different schools i saw that there are so many uh you know you just give them like one glimpse uh in the in the rural uh, uh villages and you know and the kind of questions they ask that uh, uh you know will you come next time will you come to teach us uh you know and living in delhi and you know in in these uh, metropolitan cities it's very difficult to sort of leave the job here and you know suddenly go there so kalathwani also aims at uh, uh you know bridging this gap um and uh, sort of having a longer duration of uh courses for uh, those students right 
so uh, like uh, like having a faculty who goes for a residency there be there with the students for say a one week or 10 days and give them actually what what the the arts has to offer so if it's even if it's even if they don't have any resources right how do you how do you uh, build say a dance team or a music orchestra through the resources which you already have why can't we make a make a make a music orchestra out of the scrap which we have in our villages in our in our homes right so basically making uh, arts accessible in in that way and uh, um teaching them various ways of engaging with uh, rhythm various ways of engaging with dance uh in in uh, with the visual arts with the uh, theater you know drama so how agar mere paas koi ek ball hai how do i teach a child about rhythm so i just you know throw the ball and i say this is how you this is how you catch the ball how do you throw the ball this is how you throw the ball what's your body what's your body doing how do you play you know so things like that so uh, that's a vision which where i want to be and uh, basically the the main thing is to make arts accessible across all masses so uh, you know that's that's what my dream is and uh, yeah this is what i'm working towards right now i'm only teaching bharatanatyam and uh, hindustani music and right now obviously it's online but the physical classes will come soon uh, once uh, all of this uh, gets over yeah thank you for that information that vision is actually quite um, interesting and extremely necessary during this time um, so all the very best to you and i'm hoping that you're going to be successful in your endeavor um, just the final question of this interview uh, which i ask every um, interviewee and i think you're going to have some personal insights and interesting things to talk about as well um, is there anything that you would like to give us our audience members out there who are looking to pursue dance in the future anything that you would like them to talk about to think about uh, any piece of advice any new information anything that you would like to share from your experience um so uh i think i i get this question every time and that uh, whether uh, starting dance what is the right age actually to start dancing or to start learning dance or uh, you know what is the right age and uh, if the person is 14 15 years old is it uh, early is it is it a good time to start my my i think my first statement is very clear that everything is possible in 24 hours right so uh, you know you need to strategize and you need to time in such a way that you know you uh, have your hobbies as well in place you have uh for example dancing in place you have your studies in place and um you have uh um you know other other uh, if you have any other hobbies the one thing which i will say and it's uh, uh very important that in art forms like dance and music the gestation period is very long so uh you know you work for um 10 20 years and then maybe you will get some some a little bit of something and then you work, work again for 20 years then maybe something you will get so it's not that it's not a, a very quick thing ki humne aaj kaam kiya aur hame kal uh, outcome mil gaya bahut acha 
so uh, so patience is very uh, necessary that um, it, it's it's a very good it's it's a quality which one must have if you are pursuing the arts because uh, be aware that the gestation period is very long you need to put in a lot to get a lot so so uh, that's there second uh, it's possible to do um, even if you're working and uh, if you're working in a different sector and you want to learn dance it's very much possible right it's all about the will there are fantastic teachers uh, who are ready to support people who are uh, you know multitasking uh, work and their um, home life and and their uh, hobbies and uh, you know you just need to find the right teacher uh, to sort of guide you through and uh, so that is the second point the third is that you know once you uh, find the right teacher and once you have the patience don't give up so you know there will be times and uh, there have been times in my uh, life as well where i you know realize that uh, this is so much of work and uh, why did i choose this field i have to do so much of exercise and then can't eat stuff and you know the there there are many lows which will come but you know the next day when you get up and you get back at it you you just feel charged up so um you know just just fill yourself with so much of your uh, work and hobby and everything that you know once you start doing it it comes out and it comes out like loud loud and everyone is there to witness it the fourth point what i want to say also is share share what you are feeling and uh, you know um my uh, it's it's very good when you when you know that people know that you are doing this as a serious commitment uh, you know and once people know that you're doing it as a serious commitment they will support you so uh, you know this this really happened with me and my uh, friends so my I, i never my social life is not very good so uh, you know in my uh my friends used to make any plans i could not go because i had rehearsals so then you know when i when i started giving them updates about my upcoming shows started giving them what i'm doing what i'm up to you know they started feeling okay this is something which she is very serious about and they started making plans on days when i don't have my rehearsal so you know they started uh, supporting in that way and they started coming for my shows so sharing is very important that uh, tell your friends that you are doing something you're learning a dance form you're learning music you're trying something new and and you know let them witness uh, uh, your progress and uh, you know once everyone sees how serious you are and how committed you are you yourself get motivated and then you yourself want to uh, you know show that okay yeah this is something which i'm enjoying and you start enjoying it so yeah so these four points otherwise keep working at it and uh, uh i'm sure we are all uh, uh, we all will uh, sort of gain a lot from the arts uh, it's 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 something which is uh, which is precious and it's it's there in our everyday lives we just don't know it we just need to be made aware yeah thank you so much radhika those were quite interesting points um, i would say there are six now because you added something at the end So thank you so much for all the points and thank you so much for everything that you've talked about at this interview some very useful insights some very interesting conversations and I'm really sure that the audience will also enjoy the little bit of you know 
uh, singing and the little bit of dancing that they also experienced in during this interview so thank you thank you so much uh, niharika for inviting me uh, here and to talk about my journey and to share my uh, thoughts on uh, you know about dance and music and and uh, the allied arts and uh, it was it was such an engaging conversation i also uh, um had a lot of thinking going on now that i need to work on these these things now that i've uh, you know also spoken about it and right. and reflected back so yeah thank you so much for inviting me thank you thank you thank you all for tuning into movement and me an initiative that is designed for budding artists across the world to continue receiving notifications on our latest episode please subscribe to our youtube channel nati mandalam or look us up on apple podcast or spotify for more information i'm your host niharika and i'll see you all next